0: podcast i'm ariel and my name is hunter and we are god sisters Sisters. yes this time i actually did like spirit fingers with that one (laughs) i really felt it okay sis let me ask you have you gotten into that last episode that we did Mm, mm, mm. because if not you are missing out it was good
1: yes it was
0: real good we dropped tons of gems Okay, it's good, good Like fall out your seat, good, okay Like wreck your whole life, good And start all over again, good Okay, so Make sure you go back and listen to these episodes so that, you know, you can actually apply what we're giving you guys and actually value um, these podcast episodes because we're not doing it for ourselves. We're not doing it to feel good. We're not doing it just to say a few words and, you know, no, we're doing it so that it can be impactful and effective and change lives. So today we're on episode five of Jesus and the seven I am and this topic in particular is the resurrection and the life. What a good topic, but before we start, make sure that you've downloaded the God Sisters podcast workbook. We wanna make sure that you're utilizing the tools that we're providing for you because it's not very likely that someone will have a podcast and a workbook to go along with it so that you can reflect and ask questions and do fun activities and write your notes and write down your favorite quotes. The reason why we created this workbook is that so you can apply the, the information that's being given you to your life we want to make sure that that is applicable the bible says be not hearers of the word but doers of the word so make sure that it's not just going in one ear and out of another make sure that you're not just listening to it out of boredom and needing something to do but when you listen to it you have no distractions you're in a state where you're open and ready ready to receive what god has for you And you're ready to do some self-reflection and to really, you know, take time out to study the word of God. Like scriptures that we mentioned, go back and study them. It's just so important for you to dive deep into the word. So, sis, if you have not already grabbed up that podcast workbook, make sure you do. And also, we have a fun little wallpaper that you can, you know, print out and put it on your wall. And it's just super fun and it's super cute. So, share it with your friends. Buy some for your friends. Even create a study group. You know, um, it's going to be
1: helpful. So, we're super excited. And make sure that you go to our website and grab our God Sisters merch and tell other people about it as well. Yes.
0: All right, Hunter. So let's go ahead and get to, get into this prayer
1: really quick so we can jump right into this word. Mm-hmm. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much and we come humbly before your throne, God. We pray that you give us the ears to hear and the eyes to see the revelatory understanding about what it is that you're saying through your text, God. We understand that these things happened many years ago, but they're still relevant here today in this time for us to receive the gems and knowledge and application that we need to take forth into our daily lives. Thank you so much, Lord, for the reading of your word. Thank you so much, Lord, for the community and, and for the ministry that we have here to be able to study your word openly. And on this podcast, God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We pray that you touch the lives of every single person under the sound of my voice, God, and that you allow them to also get revelatory understanding about what you're trying to say to them and what this text means, Lord. So we thank you. We love you. We lift you up. You alone do Deserve it. Be the third person here in this conversation. In yes, Jesus' name, God. we pray. Amen. Name.
0: Amen. All right, this is gonna be so good. I'm so excited. Like, literally, when we um when we do these podcasts, we pray about them, we study them. But the most like exciting part is not just reading the Word of God, but when He gives us specific things to talk about, and when He pulls out deeper um, meanings and the hidden revelations in the text. It's just so exciting and it's so fun and Mm -hmm. we're excited to share
1: this message with you guys so let's get it okay so if you have your Bibles turn to John 11 (laughs) turn to John 11 because that's um, where this scripture begins and like we said in every other podcast it's so important to read the context of what was going on so it's not enough to just read the scripture that says Jesus is the resurrection and the life but to understand what was going on at that time so you could get a full understanding and perspective about what this means in context as well as how it applies to you
0: yes because there are some things we learned in here that we're like okay people been reading out of context for way too long yeah. and we need to bring some
1: clarity to this scripture that we read, okay? <laughs> Amen. Okay, so John 11, 1. This is around the death of Lazarus, which just took place before um, Jesus stated in the I am about being the resurrection and life. Okay, so John 11, 1. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany the town of Mary and her sister, Martha. So FYI, Lazarus is the sis is the brother of Mary and Martha. And you hear about Mary and Martha a little earlier on. So just to give some context about Mary and Martha, their sisters, Um, Jesus has visited them once before here. So he's, he knows them very well. And, Um, At the time when Jesus was visiting Mary and Martha, Martha was trying to prepare for Jesus's visit and Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. Um, Martha was complaining a lot about how Mary wasn't helping her and was like, Jesus, tell Mary to help me. And he was like, you know, Mary is here listening to the good part of basically my visit when he was talking about the word of God and talking about God and um, just the things that she needed to know. So there are two very different personalities, which is very important as we continue on with Within the scriptures. Mm-hmm okay so just some context um it was that mary who anointed the lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother lazarus was sick therefore the sisters went to him saying lord behold he whom you love is sick when jesus heard that he said the this sickness is not unto death but for the glory of god that the son of god may be glorified through it Now, Jesus loved Martha and and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you and you are going there again. Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. These things he said after that, he said to them, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Then Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. (laughs) First of all, Thomas, you had no faith in Jesus, (laughs) thinking that he was going to go and die after that.
0: Mm. So what's really interesting about this text. Before we go any further, we want to make sure that we're breaking it down along the way. The first thing that Jesus said um, when he heard about Lazarus' death is that, He said this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now, many of us already know, but for those of you that don't, Lazarus was raised from the dead. So you're Mm -hmm. going to hear more about this later on as we go further in the story. But Lazarus was raised from the dead and Jesus knew that that was going to happen. And he basically was trying to tell these people that's what's going to happen. I'm going to go back so I can raise Lazarus from the dead because the sickness that he has is not unto death but it's for the glory of God and even in verse 11 it says these things he said and after that he said to them our friend Lazarus sleeps but I go that I may wake him so Jesus didn't even call him dead he said he was asleep
1: mm-hmm. he said that he was dead to make a plain to the disciples because they were acting slow like they were like what you mean he's asleep they just said that he was dying like confused the disciples were like if he sleeps in verse in verse 12 it says then his disciples said Lord if he sleeps he will get well and so that's when Jesus spoke really plainly was like Lazarus is dead because they were like they were basically trying to convince Jesus not to have to go back to Judea because mm-hmm, they were scared right, basically because <laughs> right before this was when Jesus confronted the Pharisees about healing the blind men and talking about the differences between the hireling and then talking about the difference between the good shepherd right. and, and all of that and so they were already upset because he healed the blind man on the Sabbath day he got a made a fuss and a ruckus in Judea he <laughs> left Judea and now the disciples like you wanna go back to Judea like are you crazy Yeah. so Thomas like alright y'all let's go so we can die with him <laughs> we
0: ready to rest up it is what it is we didn't
1: lived our lives we did our part Lord oh my God, we with you we going with you I okay. wonder how I would have felt in that moment like would I have been like Thomas
0: or would I have been
1: like you know like yeah let's go Lord let's go um, resurrect Lazarus from the dead I've probably been like this man crazy he want to mm-hmm. go back to Judea he want to go back I ain't built for this <laughs> he trying to kill us all I ain't asked for this
0: <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> Because many of the people, many of the disciples, Jesus picked. Like yeah. he picked them, knowing what was already in them, which is so funny. It's like they didn't ask. Some of them <laughs> didn't ask. They just were there,
1: blindly following so. God. Asked.
0: Yeah, and that's the beauty of it too, though. It's just going through a journey with God, and you know there there will be questions sometimes, and even doubts, and people like, oh, you shouldn't doubt God, but mm-hmm. it's just the nature of who we are. Like yeah. we can't always fully comprehend who He is, and you know when we when we when we do try to wrap our whole minds around him and how he works it creates doubt Mm -hmm. and that's why it's important for us to understand that god says his ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher Mm -hmm. than our thoughts and once we truly get that understanding then we won't be like thomas saying okay i'm gonna just go so i can die now Mm -hmm. no you'll understand that god is supernatural and all things that he does makes perfect sense and so yeah that definitely helps to eliminate the doubt when you just know that God is supernatural and you just know that his ways are higher than our ways and there are some things he's gonna do that makes no sense like you're gonna go back to the place where they stoned you like you were trying to get stoned again mm. and like I'm not trying to get stoned right. at all like that. you and want me
1: to go back to that person that just hurt yeah. me and talk to them about you like right. what, you, what you got going on and I know
0: low key they were scared because they are like okay they didn't already seen our faces with you once and like <laughs> now they're about to see our faces again like now we really known to be with Jesus And like being known to be with Jesus is confrontational. So they were kind of afraid. They were a little afraid. You can kind of sense it there just by all the questions like, Lord, are you sure? Mm -hmm. But anyways, I think it's interesting that Jesus said all sick. Jesus said this sickness is not unto death. I think it's interesting because. It's like, how many times in our lives do we go through things and we think it's unto death? So mm-hmm. it may not be sickness. Maybe it is. Maybe it's sickness in the mind, just the way you continuously think. You know what I mean? Just this this thought pattern that you have, or maybe it's a struggle that you have or some, some bondage that you can't get over and it feels mm-hmm. like death. But Jesus said this sickness is not unto death, but it's to bring glory to the father. And once it brings glory to the father, it's gonna, you know, the son's gonna be glorified through it. There's so many situations that we go through where we feel like it's dead. Mm-hmm. This situation is dead. It's a wrap. Jesus, if you would have been here, this one would have never happened. Mm-hmm. Just like the sister said to Jesus. Jesus, if you would have been here, um, Lazarus wouldn't have died. But mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, God's will is God's will. Whether you feel like he's there or not, Jesus is. God is always in the midst because he's omnipresent. The Bible says, where can you go from to hide from the spirit of the Lord? Nowhere. Mm-hmm. So, Sometimes there are things that we go through that are not unto death and it's just, it's an ordained situation to bring glory to the father. And I think that's something, a, a way for us to begin to look at our situations that Jesus is the resurrection in the life, not just, you know, in the natural, like, yeah, he, he died and he rose from the dead in the natural, but he also is the one to resurrect and bring life in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's so encouraging for when we're going through things, because it's like God will resurrect me from this yeah he will bring life to my situation and so when we continuously remember who he is in the midst of our situations and continuously remember that the enemy even has to get permission from God to do stuff right he had to get permission from God to go to Joel and Tim Joel and take everything from Joel but what did God say don't harm him don't bring death into this man because this sickness was not meant to bring death mm-hmm. so sometimes that's just a really good way to look at it god allows things to happen not for death but for the strengthening of our spirits and for the strengthening of our spiritual journey so
1: that God can get glory through our stories mm-hmm. that's a good point um and we must always remember that in everything God seeks to get glory if he's in in Romans 828 it says all things work together for the good of those who love the lord yeah. and the called according to his purpose mm-hmm. and he literally uses every single move like chess he mm-hmm. uses every single thing in our lives to bring into fruition to bring all men unto him to draw people to the knowledge and truth and goodness and the gospel of jesus christ the yeah. death burial and resurrection of jesus and this is even a foreshadowing of that of how he is powerful and he is the resurrection that he is the life that there is no other way literally no other way
0: mm. there's only two reasons why things happen in life <laughs> Do you want to know what they are? I'm interested to
1: know what you what you believe.
0: (laughs) Okay, there's only two reasons why things happen in life. Mm -hmm. It's either for God to speak to you as an individual or for God to speak to other
1: people. Mm. That's interesting.
0: There's only two reasons why we go through stuff. Mm. Either you're going through it so God can speak to you Mm -hmm. and teach Mm -hmm. you something. Or is he trying to speak to someone else through your situation? Mm. You know, so it's not always about us. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's always a purpose. God always does things with intentionality. We serve a God of life. The mm-hmm. Bible says that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. We serve a God of life. He he births life and he brings life and he breathes life. So even when a situation looks dead, really God be breathing life because he's doing something in that situation. Mm-hmm period even when people do have sicknesses unto death God is still breathing life because he can do something through that situation he can speak to that individual through that situation or he can speak to people through that situation and so with Lazarus God was speaking to people through Lazarus situation
1: Mm. and he comes When he needs to come for his own glorification unto the father himself and the Holy Ghost, you know, now that we've received him, but just being able to understand that in God's timing all things were together because he waited a whole extra Mm -hmm. two days before he decided to move and go to Lazarus at the point of them going at the point of Mary and Martha sending for Jesus Mm -hmm. Lazarus was just sick he was not yet dead by the time that Jesus came on the scene to resurrect Lazarus. He, They had already prepared the body. Mm-hmm. They have assessed the fact that he was dead. Yep. They have um, buried him, taken him to the tomb, wrapped him in clothes. Like that's a whole preparation. You know yeah. how like today we go to the morgue and then the body's prepared and made mm-hmm. ready for the grave. Mm-hmm. The same situation back then. At that time, Lazarus had been after all the preparation of the body he was in the tomb for four whole days before Jesus got there so there was travel time and there was waiting time and him just sitting there like chilling like where he was at and there is always a reason for that God's timing is perfect God's Mm. timing is the time that we should look forward to we serve an author of time we serve someone who sits outside of time looking on the inside of time as we operate in it And we need to trust unto him that whether or not he decides to do something today, next week, next month, next year, it is the time that he deems fit and worthy for us to operate in the calling. And it doesn't necessarily mean that if God puts something to bed right now, that it will not resurrect later. So, for example, Ari and I began, if we want to be honest, God Sister started in 2015, and we've mentioned this on previous podcasts that we have had in the past. That this started a long ago with God giving us a vision. If you were at our launch party, you got a really heavy glimpse of our story, and we yeah. basically laid it out on you. If you missed the launch party, so sorry. Hopefully, you catch us catch us at our future events.
0: Yes, coming soon.
1: <laughs> but um so a venue near you. Right. <laughs> if you're um in Chicago area right now. <laughs> no, but um seriously though like <coughs> Back in 2015, God gave us the instruction to go ahead in the vision of years to come for God's sisters, and it didn't even last a year. Like after that, once we actually started it on campuses and we had the small groups, it started in September 2015 and it ended in May 2016, mm-hmm. and. We didn't see this at all. It like, ended in the natural. It ended in the natural, but God was working things out in the spiritual. Yeah. He was developing us individually, yeah. He was developing us in our walking journey with Him. He was getting everything together, even the way that our trademark, congratulations, guys, sisters. By the way, we own our name Um, for all of
0: those who don't know. and I mean, For all of those have been trying to use it because right. they've been seeing y'all. <laughs>
1: God gave it to us. Right, literally. it belongs to us. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. If it was not in His timing, who knows who probably would have owned it at that time? Who knows if we were would have been out of alignment? How things would have come to be? We weren't even in a place of being moved to Chicago because now both of us are in Chicago, mm-hmm. and so it's like. At that time, we weren't ready for right now, but it wasn't until three years later where mm-hmm. God resurrected this. Yeah,
0: and it's crazy because in the in the midst of it, it may look like it's dead, and like we didn't really believe, oh God, sister's is dead forever. Mm-hmm. We believe God's word. We believe that He is able to resurrect and that He's right. the resurrection in life. We believe those things, but in the midst of it all, it looked real dead. Mm-hmm. It looked real dead. Yeah, it was at a point when Hunter and I weren't even speaking, and it's mm-hmm. like Lord how is your will gonna come to pass for this okay God you know is this even your will you know what I mean because we we believe what God said but nothing looked like it was going to
1: happen Mm -hmm. but three years later three years years later. later We rose from the dead. We rose from the dead. And here we are a year after that celebrating, still celebrating our anniversary yes. of a year because the celebration don't stop. Because y'all don't know how kingdom this ministry is. Yeah. This is not a good idea. This is a God idea. This is not something that we said, God, give us a ministry. Give us a women's ministry. We want to be on pictures. We want to take photo shoots yeah. and we want to participate in, in talking to women and doing stuff. No, y'all don't know what we go through. Like mm. there is a dying to the flesh. Yeah there is a death burial and resurrection on this end first before we resurrect in real life in front of y'all like mm-hmm. there is a lot of slaying in the spirit there's a lot of warfare I don't think it's natural at this point I think I'm being picked on I think you being picked on I'm like we go through way too much stuff I don't think that this is something that happens to everybody I'm yes. convinced that everybody else be chilling <laughs> like, this is absolutely ridiculous yeah. like how much warfare we go through and yeah. so us sitting here and we us doing these podcasts it's not fit to look cute Cute because mm-hmm. honestly you know all right, I could care less about that mm-hmm. okay my hair looking crazy right now as we <laughs> <over> here. <laughs> spend these here I'm looking a whole hot mess FYI I can care less about the cameras I can care less about being famous I can care less about any of this stuff I'm like Lord let your will be done that's how both of us are and so it's like that is how we are to operate even in our waiting period for God to resurrect or not because even if God did not resurrect Lazarus he He was still still God and he is still good he is still God and he is still good and that is the point everything unto his glory but even if he decided not to it said this sickness is to bring glory unto God Mm, this one this one so that does not mean that everyone One is, Mm -hmm. and it means that he is whether or not he decides to. Heal your aunt or your uncle. He is still God. Whether or not he decides to resurrect your marriage or your relationship and and do a new thing in your life or or resurrect the old thing in your life, he is still God. It's not about us and it's not about what we want from him, but it has everything to do with drawing people unto his name and believing unto Jesus Christ.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I just think it's really interesting how Jesus waited at a particular moment to come back and raise Lazarus from the dead because. Mm. The moment he came back is the exact moment that you would think there is no hope. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't wrap him up in his mummy cloth, mm-hmm. okay? They didn't roll the stone over the tomb. Like, this man is gone. Light's out. There's no way you about to bring him back. He's at the point of no return. Mm-hmm. And there's so many situ- situations that we go through where we feel like we're at the point of no return, or our situation is at the point of no return. Our purpose is at the point of no return. But Jesus says, I'm the resurrection uh-huh. and the life, not just in the natural but I'm the resurrection and the life in the spirit I bring life yeah Adam he brought death, but mm-hmm. I come to bring life. Yes. And so it's just so important to remember, understand, we serve a God of resurrection. Mm-hmm. He is consistently resurrecting people from their graves, constantly resurrecting us from situations. Nothing is ever too dead. Nothing, Nothing. is ever too far gone. Nothing. Nothing is ever too too crazy or messed up for God to resurrect it and bring mm-hmm. forth life. So let's go ahead and continue
1: on in this Word. So we're going to continue on with verse 17. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb for four days. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to come to comfort them concerning their brother. Now, Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Mm-hmm. Like we told y'all, busybody versus like, you know, the common. trusting God. Now, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection after that day. (laughs) (laughs) okay Martha so what Martha was referring to was the second coming of Jesus Christ so when (laughs) Jesus comes again he will resurrect all first he will resurrect the dead in Christ those who believed in him that passed away and they will meet him in the sky and then those who are still living on earth he will also bring up with him Mm -hmm. so that's what Martha was referring to so Jesus said to her in response I am the resurrection and and the the life. life he who believes in me though he may die he He shall live live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die do you believe this she said to him yes lord i believe that you are the christ and the son of god who is to come into the world and when she has said these things she went her way and secretly called mary her sister saying the teacher has come and is calling for you as soon as she heard that she arose quickly and came to him now jesus had not yet come into the town but was in the place where martha met him then the jews who were with her in the house comforting her when they saw that mary rose up quickly and went out follow her saying she is going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet saying mm-hmm. to him, Lord if you have been here, my brother would not have died. Mm-hmm. Therefore when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Mm-hmm. And he said, where have you laid him?" And they said to him, Lord come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. And some of them said, could not this man who have opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again, groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time, there is a stench for he has been dead for four days. Mm. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you will believe you will see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Now, this is so good. We're just gonna stop
0: right there for a second. There's way too much to unpack in this tiny like this little bit of information, but it's so much information, right? Mm-hmm. So, first of all, Martha. Oh, I, I'm speaking to you. <laughs> I, I got something to say. Lying. Cause you're trying to work the work. Okay. We said in our, what episode was that? We talked about bread, bread of Life. Bread of life when when the um the men who got the fish from Jesus or the the thousand of people that got the fish from Jesus they were trying to they were actually traveling overseas to find Jesus so they could get more food from him and they thought that them doing that was an honorable service and that Jesus would be pleased they were trying to work the work they were trying to work work. work so that Jesus could work and give them what they wanted Mm -hmm. but no it don't work like that so Martha tried to work the work Hunter Mm -hmm. I don't appreciate that
1: I don't either she lied
0: on Jesus did y'all peep that in verse 20 It says that she went away and she secretly, secretly called Mary, her sister, saying the teacher has come and is calling you. Now you show me where in the scriptures it said Jesus asked for Mary it didn't it didn't Martha <laughs> lied she lied because she, she like look Jesus preaching all this extra stuff I'm not trying to hear this right now my brother is dead in the grave got his mummy clothes on it and rolled the tomb he needs to just resurrect my brother or do what he gonna do I don't know what he about to do he just talking right. and, and really it's going over my head and I told him I believe yeah in the last day you know that you will come back but is it is it even possible because you still talking Jesus and like at this point you making me think you just trying to distract right me, and you're really not about to raise my brother from the dead, but if I get married, I know you're going to raise him from the dead right. because Mary's always at your feet, and Mary's always with you, and you love Mary, so therefore... I'm gonna secretly call Mary and
1: tell her that you called her so that you can hurry up this process. Right, she was trying to narrate the whole situation. Jesus, he been dead for four days. Don't you smell it? Don't you? This is a stench. And, and trying to <laughs> navigate the whole situation. Jesus, like, oh my god. Oh like, my god. Martha, chill. You got
0: to chill, Martha, because look, you can't work the work, boo. <laughs> god gonna do what He want to do, and you can't <laughs> rush that. You no. can't rush that. And after she didn't, you know what? She finessed Jesus. And I feel away because Jesus, <laughs> you know what? Jesus didn't deserve that. He, did he didn't it. deserve that. He said your brother will live, sis. Mm-mm. So listen, okay. I, I've had my rant. <laughs> so it's interesting because once she did that, verse 29 said, as soon as she heard that, so she as a Mary, she arose quickly and came quickly. to him. Martha knew she was gonna go quickly. That's why she told her to hurry up and go so Jesus can raise their brother from the dead. If she believed, I don't even know if she believes. At this point, it's like, do you believe? Do you not? Because one minute you said, okay, I know in the last day like you gonna raise him. Then in the next minute, you rush and Mary to go over there. So what was your real expectation? Are right. you just trying to work the work to see what Jesus can do and to see if it's really gonna happen? Because at this point,
1: she contradicted herself. It seemed like you he contradicting yourself. Because she, how do you sit and say? I God, I know that whatever you ask God the Father to do, he will have you to do. And then you turn around and say, well, I know you gonna resurrect him on the last day. So you just kind of disregarded your belief in him and saying, I got faith, but not that much. So I know the resurrection is gonna come right now, but I know it's gonna come like yeah. at some time, whenever you decide to come <laughs> back, like we've been talking about all this time.
0: Yes,
1: that's so funny. So Mary arose quickly and
0: went to Jesus, and it's like now Jesus had not come yet into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him, and then the Jews who were with her was in the house and comforting her. And and when they saw that Mary rose up quickly, they went out and followed her. So now Martha then started a whole commotion. Okay, she just she just doing too much. That's what she was doing too much. Mm-mm-mm. It said, and they said she is going to the tomb to weep there. So now they're like rushing and trying to hurry up because they trying to comfort Mary and you know feeling sad and all this stuff. And then it says, then when Mary came where Jesus was and she saw him, she fell down at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. So Martha
1: set all of this up. She set right. Jesus up. Okay. I'm going to keep saying that because I'm a about it. And she just like, that's the exact she same thing Martha like, said. Yeah. So you can tell there was some rubbing off, right? Like, what was said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me know, cause you
0: sounded just like your sister. <laughs> Mary, you know better than that.
1: See how the anxiety rub off on you? but other people make you anxious about mm-hmm. what Jesus is trying to do in your life if you let them get inside your head. Mary was sitting there patiently waiting, arrival uh, the arrival of Jesus. I imagine her just sitting there, just kind of like, all right, Jesus is gonna come, okay. Something's gonna happen. Trying to get herself together, yeah. isolated in her home, and here come this outside influence. Jesus ain't coming fast enough. Jesus summoned for you, trying to give you false prophecies, trying to give you <laughs> false information about the Lord that ain't true. <laughs> right. Don't let don't let people do that in your waiting period for mm-hmm. God to resurrect some don't, stuff in your life. Don't
0: because she arose quickly. Okay, she was in expectation. But listen, what's most significant about this passage is the fact not only you know. Know, did mark the finesse the situation and Mary arose quickly and went to Jesus and mm-hmm. Mary said what she said to Jesus but the fact is that um after she said that it says when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping he groaned in his spirit and was troubled mm-hmm. now Hunter and I we needed a little more context because we're like why is Jesus troubled why is Jesus groaning in his spirit? If he himself has already said that their brother will live, why is he groaning, right? Mm -hmm. So now everyone that I've heard preach about Jesus weeping is because oh he had empathy oh Jesus is so compassionate and loving he's so full of love oh my gosh and Jesus wept because he understood their pain but I'm here to tell you that's not why Jesus wept (laughs) that is not why Jesus wept and that is not why he groaned in his spirit and was troubled when we looked up the word troubled it was in the Greek origin which meant agitation (laughs) agitated he was agitated okay (laughs) he wasn't sad he was troubled because people were acting as though they had not already seen him do miracles before they were acting as though they didn't already know who he was they were acting as though they that they had no faith how how would that feel you're discipling someone and months go by and months go by and you're training them and you're teaching them and you're telling them all the wonderful things that God has done for you and you know and and they're experiencing supernatural things with you and you guys are just going through this whole journey with Jesus and then they just they just doubt when bad stuff happened they just start doubting they're like you know what I don't know if God is gonna do this for me I know that God you know I'll have joy in eternity but right now I don't know if I'm gonna have joy because I don't know if God can do this like wait a second Mm -hmm. I've been with you this whole time Right You've been seeing supernatural things happen this whole time Mm.
1: But now You don't know Imagine Jesus groaning at us today Mm. He'd probably be up there like Oh my god I'm
0: so tired. He literally told the disciples in a different passage. He said, How much longer must I be with you? Right. Because you just don't get it. <laughs> Lord help us, God. We we need you, Jesus. We need help in our in our belief. We need help in our mm-hmm. faith. We need help in our understanding, Lord. Because we like to doubt you and we like to think outside. We think we're thinking outside of you and going around um to get the answer. Going around trying another way to get the answer. But everything points back to the resurrection and the life. Everything points back to Jesus. He is the answer, and so I'm just praying God helps us with our doubt and our unbelief and in the lack of faith. Um, so going on verse 34 jesus is basically ignoring the fact that they're crying right Mm -hmm. and he's just like where have you laid them and they said lord come and see verse 35 jesus wept then the jews said see how he loved him so they're thinking that jesus is crying because they're like see how he loved him his friend is dead he's crying because his friend is dead and then it said Some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind have also kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, (laughs) came to the tomb. And I'm just like, wow, Mm -hmm. Jesus is constantly groaning. And this whole time there's been so many pastors saying Jesus wept because he's full of love and full of compassion and empathy. And he is. Jesus is full of love, compassion, and empathy. But in this particular circumstance, Jesus was agitated because Mm -hmm. of the lack of faith. And he wanted them to understand through this I am, that I am the resurrection and the life. I'm telling you, your brother's going to rise. I'm telling you, your brother's going to live. And no, I'm not talking about when I come back the second time. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about today. If
1: only you believe your brother will come back today right Mm-mm-mm. and you see that because after every time they say something crazy or somebody pop off about not having enough faith is when he starts to groan. every action that's his reaction literally okay so in this last part after he um says lazarus come forth this is verse 44 in chapter 11 And he who had died came out bound, hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen the things Jesus did believed in him. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things Jesus did. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, What shall we do? For this man works many signs. If we let him alone like this, everyone will believe in him. And the Romans will come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them, Caiaphas, being high priest that year, said to them, you know nothing at all, nor do you consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people and not that the whole nation should perish. Now this he did not say on his own authority, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation and not For that nation only, but also that he would gather together in one the children of God who were scattered abroad. So we find it really interesting here, something we were discussing earlier, was that even in Jesus resurrecting Lazarus there was something else that happened mm. after yes. the instructions were that they to loose him and unbind him and take off his grave clothes and it's so many times that when Jesus resurrects us out of our situations or resurrects us from the dead that we have to take off the clothes of the grave we have to take off our grave clothes we have to become the new 2nd Corinthians 5 17 states that to be in Christ to be a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold all things are become new. Everything becomes new. They needed to take off the grave clothes and it is not enough that we are staying stagnant in the resurrection. We like to talk about our one testimony when we came to Christ. Oh we came to Christ and this is what happened but there are testimonies time and time again about how Jesus operates in your life each and every day. Mm -hmm. It is not enough that you stay stagnant in that first moment of coming to Christ but to walk and become more mature Sure, and mm-hmm. who God has called you to be and it's a point in time where you're gonna have to let go all that stuff mm-hmm. you, it's not enough to, to rise but to, to come alive you have to come alive that's why it's not good enough that Jesus stated that he was the resurrection but the life as well because when there is life there is abundance and mm. in the life and being abundant in the life there is a newness that takes place there is a, a, a bed that is put to rest there's things that are buried and left behind we can even look at the same example when Jesus got up out of his own grave there were grave clothes that he left in his tomb his garments were still there because when Jesus got up he became a new person and he had to put on the new clothes mm-hmm. he had to stop listening to the old music he had to listen to the new music he <laughs> had to let go of the old friends that was doing everything under the sun that didn't mean you any well and had to attach himself to some new friends <laughs> You know, like there are things that have to happen in your life that represents and reflects your newness in Christ Jesus. Definitely. And in the
0: workbook, we ask we ask a question. The third question says, what old things in your life did you leave buried when Jesus resurrected your spirit from the grave? I think that's a really good question Mm -hmm. to sit and reflect on, because. Sometimes people think that they come to Christ and they remain the same and they're saved. No, that's no. not how salvation works. What are you saved for? Right. If, what are you saved from if you're still the same? You're, you're not saved from nothing. Right. If you're still the same, because the Bible says those who belong to Christ Jesus are new creatures. We don't look mm. like the world. We don't conform to the world. We don't go back to our past. The Bible says that you know, just like a dog goes back to its vomit, that's what we're like when we go back to our sin and back to our past and back to our old ways. Mm-hmm. And so so we're supposed to take off the grave clothes and we're supposed to clothe ourselves in righteousness and holiness. Yes. And just like the parable of the wedding, uh-huh. um, there yeah. there was some, some people that got invited to the wedding and they didn't want to come. So there was a request for people. It was kind of like a come all, whoever want to come, you can come. Mm-hmm. And... Certain people came and they didn't have on the right clothes and they got thrown out of the party. And it said where there was weeping and gnashing, which obviously we know that's referring to hell. Right. But there's a certain there's a certain way that you got to come into glory. Mm -hmm. You can't just it's like, yeah, come as you are. Right. Come as you are. But there is a transformation process that needs to happen. You can't
1: stay as you are. The the
0: clothes have to fall. The old man has to fall. The old skin has to shed like a Mm -hmm. snake. You know, because you can't you can't come into glory and
1: stay the same Lord Jesus because Lazarus rose in his grave clothes. The requirement was not that he first take off his grave clothes to be resurrected. Yeah. He, he resurrected him and the require for the clothes to fall off.
0: Yes. Yes. So, was, yes, God will he will allow you to come as you are, but you are ex- to loose your grave clothes so what are some things in your life that you left buried when Jesus resurrected your spirit from the grave and this is the last scripture that we're going to leave you guys with It's a sister scripture a reference scripture to this and it's Romans 6 and verse 4 therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father even
1: so We also should walk in newness of life. Praise. God Heavenly Father thank you Jesus hallelujah I'm mm-hmm. about to shout <laughs> I'm praying for all
0: the Lazarus in this season all the people that God is is desiring to raise them from their graves raise them from their dead situations raise them from you know even their, their purpose that God wants to resurrect mm-hmm. I'm praying for all the Lazarus in this situation that when God does resurrect you your situation your circumstance that you will lose your grave clothes and you will go forward and never ever look back.
1: Mm. Praise God.
0: Because if someone, if someone buries you alive and then someone takes you out, a different person brings you out, are you going to go throw yourself back in that grave and put dirt on yourself? Mm. No. no. <laughs> Jesus didn't raise us from the dead for us to be dead again. He raised us from the dead so that we could be new creatures. Mm-hmm.
1: So with that being said, I hope that you all have been enjoying our challenges. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast, but we want to give you all a new challenge for this week, and that is to pick one person. And if you feel led to pick more, don't let me stop you, but pick one person who you want to see God move in their life and to resurrect out of their grave, I ask that you pick one person and pray over them daily, each and every day for at least a week. But as long as God leads you to, you pray for that person each and every day for their salvation and you speak life into them. I want to give you a quick testament for those who have not heard our testimonies before this is honestly how Ari and I became close and how God brought her into the sheepfold of salvation Um, and it wasn't through me it was through my obedience of what he instructed me to do about her it was one summer before we decided um you know before she came to Christ and I looked at her snapchat each and every day and I would say Lord I pray right now in the name of Jesus that she will be saved. I declare healing and restoration over her life. God, I pray that you give her um, less of a desire to to indulge in things of this world. I declare life over her. And literally, do you know, I did that for three months. Do you know that when we came back to campus, she walked up to me and told me, I'm gonna go to church with you every single Sunday. There was a newness. There was a resurrection. There was an impartation that was taking place in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And God, used me in order to do that and to Submit that and sow those seeds in solo season spirit um, for her on her behalf in ways that she may not have even known. I didn't tell her that until some time later. Like, girl, I pray for you each and every day, mm-hmm. and I don't know where it came from. It was just a desire. Like, I'm gonna start doing this. And every time I open her Snapchat, I literally pray for her each and every day. So I want you to declare life into that person. I want you to speak life over them. I want you to pray for them, pray for their salvation, pray for their distractions, in, in that, and that are taking place of God in their lives, the idols that are taking place um, in front of God. For them, so really be diligent over that.
0: Amen. I love that. I love that story. I love that challenge. And I pray that you're utilizing the tools that we're giving you the workbook, the challenges. You're purchasing the t shirt so you can represent the message and what God is doing in this earth in this particular season. And we just hope that you're going to grow with us and glow with us. Mm -hmm. Grow with us and glow with us. That's all we ask. So we love you guys. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Make sure to tag us in your workbook as you continue to fill it out. And we look forward to seeing it on Instagram and we look forward to talking with you next week.
1: Forgive the noises. There's some construction going on in the house. So if you know when I'm talking, then um, you would know that there's um, some things going on. So we just want to close out really quickly in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this podcast. Thank you so much for this word, Lord. It is so good, Lord. Let it be um, transformational, God. Let it be really fruitful into our souls. Uh, Allow us to apply it as you see fit, Lord Jesus. Allow us to apply it in every way that you want us to, God. I pray for the challenge that we have coming up, God. I pray that you um, go ahead of us, Lord, before we even begin to pray for these people. I pray that you highlight the person that you want them to pray for, uh, us to pray for as well, God. I ask that you cover us in that time, Lord. We bind up the hand of the enemy, any attacks that may come our way, and we ask that this just be good, Lord Jesus, that this time of just listening to you sin before your Everyone understanding my voice. That's partaking in the workbook and just trying to get closer to you. That you really give them fulfillment and that they may see you in their lives in each and every way, each and every day. So we love you. We lift you up. You alone deserve it. We give you glory, honor, praise in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen.
0: So until next time, God sisters, we'll see you here again on the God Sisters
1: podcast.
0: Bye.